0: Welcome to the Sound of Truth Bible Chat with your host, Brett Morani, where he leads discussion in God's Word. Let's join him now.
1: Chapter 41, verse 41, Pharaoh said yeah. to Joseph, I hereby put you in charge of the whole land of Egypt. Pharaoh took a signet ring, verse 42 says, from his finger and put it on Joseph's finger. He dressed him in robes of fine linen, put a gold chain around his neck. Uh, yeah. If I'm, I, if I I'm the cupbearer,
0: I'm trying to stay away from Joseph. I don't want him to remember that I left yeah. him in jail for two years. <laughs>
1: I think it may have been a, a series of sermons I years and years ago on the radio. Uh, Charles Swindoll titled his message series on I believe it was him on Joseph's life from pit to pinnacle. Mm. He he was in the pit in Egypt. Yep. He kept it's like he kept going being thrown back into a pit. Yeah. But yeah. But he ended up at the top. Yeah. Of the of the government and everything. So um, so then verse chapter forty two, his brothers go down to Egypt because of the drought that. Pharaoh dreamed about, and Joseph interpreted and helped. Mm-hmm. You know, seven years. There's going to be seven years of uh, plenty, followed by seven years of drought. So, Joseph, because of his dream, and because Pharaoh put him in charge, they are they build up this surplus to prepare for the seven years of drought. And the drought comes. Well, Joseph's family is back in the promised land, and they need food. Well, they you know, word spreads pretty fast. Egypt's been storing up food. They've got plenty. Right. So chapter forty two, his brothers go to Egypt, and he have this amazing story. Amazing story of how they come mm-hmm. there and he ends up recognizing them, but they don't recognize him. Now, granted, if if the movies and all this stuff from history is correct, he's probably got a shaved head. Yeah. I mean, he's Egyptian now. Yeah. And He's, he's speaking Egyptian language. We know that because they had to have an interpreter to talk between them. Yep. But he's understanding what they're saying because he grew up, so he's, he's bilingual with that, but they don't understand what he's saying. Correct. So he kind of plays this game with them.
0: Yeah, and that's something that always, it kind of strikes me as odd uh, that he, he does play this game where... Mm-hmm. It's
1: like know, toying with him, like a cat he, with yes a, and a mouse.
0: It, which kind of seems out of character, but I'm like, shoot, they deserve much worse than what you're doing. Right. They deserve so if if you're doing like a tit for tat, dude, they threw you in slavery mm-hmm. and all you're doing is giving them extra money. <laughs> Putting extra money in their in their bags? Right. And then he eventually, you know, says, "Well, one of you is staying here until you, until you go get, you know, your 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 younger brother." Yeah. Um, but he's not really punishing them. But he is playing with their their minds.
1: Right. And I don't know how Freaking much of that was him wrestling through wrestling through forgiveness. And I wonder because you, it doesn't come it doesn't out. Tell us it that.
0: never, well, the way I read him, it, to me, it never feels like he's wrestling with forgiveness mm-hmm. because he is so quick to forgive. He's so quick to forgive, even when he sees like they're bickering between one another and fighting. It never seems like he is angry. I don't yeah the answer never like comes he's through. Overwhelmed with emotion it's though. more like he's yeah, there's a lot of overwhelming emotion. Yeah. Yes. He's definitely deeply saddened feeling betrayed at the very least that his brothers would do such a thing. Well, I think but he also recognizes like God has put me here for a reason.
1: Grieving all that was lost in all those years. And but also grateful now that he's able to be reunited with his family perhaps mm-hmm. and all that. So so he they bring back his father. He reveals himself. I mean we you can read it all in, in the text of course. Yeah want to close with just the the amazing statement he makes once Jacob dies they're afraid again because yeah. Jacob was kind of like they knew that he loved his father and his father loved him as long as Jacob's alive they're okay with him yeah they're all in egypt now
0: continue their continual mistrust of them knowing that their sin deserves much more retribution than they've received yeah if that's not kind of a picture of maybe God's even us. yes our faith like there are I think there are Definitely, people out there, Christians who be, you know believe in Christ, are so grateful for His forgiveness. But in the back of their mind, they still think, "Man, but my sin is so bad. There's no way, right, that He is, or I I did that sin one more time. That's probably the last straw. Right, and I, I just it's that hard. It's too hard for me to go to Him and, and ask for forgiveness, or He's just not going to buy it one more time. Yeah. And here we have Joseph.
1: They do that to him after after uh, Jacob, after Jacob dies. They're like, uh-oh, Yeah, he's this lower grace is over. on us now. Yeah, this grace yeah. is over. He just did that for his dad's sake. Now he's going to lower the boom. Right. And in Genesis chapter uh, 50, he says that, um, verse 19, verse 18, his brothers came and threw themselves down before him. We are your slaves, they said. They're just hoping to survive. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll be your slaves. Joseph said to them, don't be afraid. Am I in the place of God? Well, almost like in, think about it. In Egypt, he's they consider Pharaoh like a god, and Pharaoh right. hands all his power over to him. Right. So he could have been like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm like a god to you now, and yeah. I can do whatever I want to you. You are at my mercy completely." But he says, "No, I'm not in the place of God. He keeps his humility, which yeah. is part of what I think made him great, and why God favored him so much, because God blesses humility,
0: his humility and his awe and reverence for God. Yes. Like there's, he will he not, he's not he putting himself not anywhere on god. God's level. Right. Same went in front of Pharaoh, it's like I can't do this. Only God can do this. Yeah. Right. And even here, same yeah. thing."
1: So he says, You intended to harm me. Now, this is just amazing trust in the sovereignty of God, mm-hmm. but God intended it for good to accomplish what is now being done, the saving of many lives. So then, don't be afraid. I will provide for you and your children. And he reassured them and spoke kindly to them. This is a picture, really, yeah. of how God treats us as sinners. Yeah, most definitely. We throw ourselves at his feet and we're like, We're not, we're unworthy, we don't deserve. And he's like, your family.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I love you. It's forgiven. I'd make beautiful things out of broken things. Right. He takes the brokenness of the brothers and that whole dysfunctional family situation and he intended it for good. What God meant, what you meant for evil, God meant for good. And that's throughout the whole scripture. Satan tries to destroy our lives. He he leads us into sin. We follow him into sin and yet still God can make something beautiful out of that. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's an awesome story. I mean, with the pinnacle of this, almost like a promise mm-hmm. to
0: Christ on the cross. Yeah. All of this sin, suffering, and death, what was meant for evil, our selfishness, our sin, God turned into the greatest picture of his mercy and love and grace in Christ. Good. His death on the cross and his final victory over our sin and our death, resurrection, What we meant for evil, God God does turn into good. Yeah. Yeah.
1: If you're enjoying this podcast, please share with your friends. Thanks. Music is by Canon and is used with permission. This podcast is copyrighted by Brett Amorani, 2021.